the house is worth whatever it's worth, right? Whoever sells it. Uh-uh. Wrong. I'm Charlie. Welcome to Moving Home with Charlie, and thank you for coming. Charlie Landon grew up in Sussex, is the founder of Best Agent and presenter of Moving Home with Charlie. If you want to find one of these guys, look out for those compassionate professionals. All estate agents are not the same. So, Charlie, what would be your advice for people interested in buying new builds right now? Don't overpay. Do buy, but don't overpay. That's why I say disregard the guff. Read into the numbers and look, and it's buried. The bad news is buried in the small print, okay? Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Property Press Awards. They may or may not be telling the truth, but you should form your own view. Get out and view, get out and view, get out and view. You cannot be in a position to make offers and have the offers accepted if you're not viewing. Just be out there viewing. Pre- prefer- uh. <laughs> Pay attention to the back of the class if you've not been watching my videos. I did one just a couple of days ago. Disregard the guff, guys. Good evening, everybody. I'm Charlie Lambden. This is Moving Home with Charlie. Welcome to another live stream this evening, especially for sellers. I had a conversation recently with someone who's looking to sell and to buy because their work is relocating them from the south of the country up to the, well, basically the northwest. And they're a long-time viewer of the channel. um, And slightly shocked and alarmed me that they were unaware from watching my videos of the urgency uh, for sellers in my view. And in this video, I want to explain why, if you need to move home, as in need to move home, relocating for a job, for example, relocating for family, or if relocating is a necessity for you, this video is for you. And if you have questions about your move, um, and you're watching this live, please put them in, in the in the live chat, and I will answer them if you are asking questions about moving as a seller. I've heard a lot of people saying, well, it's November, it's nearly mid-November, it's getting up to Christmas, it's market's a bit dead at this time of year, let's wait and put it on in the new year. And, and every time I hear that, it just makes me want to go, no, you need to get ahead of the rush of people doing that for a long list of reasons that I'm going to go through now. Normally, in an ordinary market where the market is stable, normal, transaction volumes are normal, or markets are climbing, I'd say, yeah, it's not a bad idea, actually. Not a bad idea. There'll be more activity. There's no rush to get it on the market, put it on the market in the new year. I would normally agree with that strategy. But right now, not only are prices, according to Rightmove today, I'll, sh- I'll share it on screen in a second. Not only are, are asking prices falling in every part of the country, <laughs> according to the most bullish of all house price indices of all, right move, but all of the other circumstances and things that affect the housing market are not looking positive. They're looking negative. They're looking like it's going to get harder to sell. And in my view, based on my contact with estate agents, the, the estate agency clients that I have around the country, the estate agents that I talk to regularly, the feedback I get from the mortgage mortgage guys and the conveyancing guys that I work with, we are arguably in the hardest market for selling since the 90s. Please, if you are thinking of moving home because you need to sell and you need to sell your house, please take on board what I just said. We are arguably in the hardest market for selling for over 20, uh, 30 years, for over 30 years. 
which for most of you, you won't remember what that's like, right? If you're a first-time seller, you will not remember that. So first of all, let me just show you, so you don't have to take my word for it, that even Rightmove shows that in every region of the country, month on month, asking prices are falling. Now, unless you have information that makes you think that asking prices are suddenly going to bounce back up in the new year and prices are going to go up in the new year, then that to me is the first very strong warning signal that you should not delay. All right. Secondly, we are about to have a general election date announced and ask anybody who works in the moving industry, what happens once a general election date is announced? Everybody sits on their hands and doesn't move and waits for the uncertainty of the election to pass. You can set your clock to it. We're already suffering from low transaction volumes, which is which is bad news for anybody trying to move house, ignoring what prices are doing, right? Low transaction volumes make moving harder. When the election gets announced, it's going to get even harder. We also have the looming threat, which I deeply hope doesn't happen, that the conflict in the Middle East may escalate, and it may spread. And if that happens, again, who knows what, what, what will happen to the economy and to people's desire to move house and your chances of be able to be able to move house. Um, then we've got almost certainly, in fact, they're already forecasting it. Economic news is not getting better. It's getting worse. And with every new release of negative economic data, mover confidence gets lower, buyer confidence gets lower, and moving gets harder. So if you are in a position, and here's the most important thing, if you need to sell to buy a new home, you will not have your offer on a new home even considered if the house you're selling isn't under offer with a deal accepted and agreed and that deal proceeding nicely, okay? Because there's just no point in accepting an offer from you if you haven't got your current house under offer. And getting your current home under offer might take six months. Think about that. Think about, you know, if you, if you can't even begin to start viewing your next home until the middle of the summer next year. You need to move now and you need to, and because of the current market conditions, if you're a seller, when you find the right agent, and I'll come on to that in a minute, you need to say to them, I would like my home under offer by Christmas for the best you can manage. All right? Because unless you're under offer, you, are, you aren't in a position to be buying anything and your move will get more difficult, more stressful, and more time-consuming. Um, the second, the, the other reason is, if everyone, if all the sellers, because so many mediocre agents are unaware of this, they're just going to say, oh yeah, put up the new year, there's lots of buyer activity in there, all give you the line about how Rightmove says the Boxing Day is the busiest day of the year for <laughs> for online viewings. It is, but they're not buyers, they're dreamers. They're people who are going, oh God, I want to move house, so let's just go and see where can we move. It, it's like, Fantasy tire kicking shop window window shopping is what happens on Boxing Day between Christmas and New Year. It's not when people are booking viewings. It's a total red herring. But in any case, what do you want to be as a seller? Do you want to be selling your house at the same time that everyone else puts their house on the market? Or do you want to be selling your house before that happens? Get your deal tied up and be able to move on with your move sooner rather than later. You need to beat 
the rush. There are five weeks or so until, maybe six weeks until Christmas, okay? That is enough time if you move swiftly to find an agent, get your house properly presented, get it marketed, get it on the market at a really attractive price, get competing bidders, and get the best price the current market is likely to offer you. Uh, and get an offer accepted before Christmas. That's what I would be doing if I wanted to move house next year. And there's no commitment here. Remember, right? Like if if you're lucky enough to get your house under offer, uh, and I'm wrong, and the market bounces back up in the new year, you, you aren't obliged to accept that offer and proceed with that offer if, if you suddenly think you can get a better offer elsewhere. Okay, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I think the chances of happening are, are almost non-existent. So. If you're hearing me and watching this video and thinking, oh my God, he's right, this applies to us, we've got to move now. The good bit of news is that because agents are much, much quieter at this time of year, it should be much easier to get hold of them and talk to them. And you should be able to talk to more agents sooner. Do not make the fatal mistake of only talking to three agents. Do not take the number one piece of bad advice dished out by the media for the last 30 years, which is pick three agents. That is exactly why most people have a terrible experience because the three agents that they they think they're picking at random aren't at random at all. Those three agents will be very highly likely to be 80% likelihood of being one of just 20% of the brands in your area. Okay, that's just a fact. So you need to be ready to talk to every agent in your area. But when you do, you need to say to them, I'm looking for an agent who does not want to tie me into a long sold agency contract because I'm too scared to do that in this market. Um, and who is going to who can explain to me how they are going to get my house under offer in a way that other agents can't do? In other words, what you're looking for is the story about from the agent to tell you precisely what they will do that other agents won't do. If you get the same old, same old, trot it out to you. Oh, we'll put it on all the portals and we'll send it out to our applicant database and uh, put on put some nice photographs up and we'll get a drone video of your house. That is just bog standard crap that any agent can do and does not give you a better than average chance of getting a house sold. What you must, absolutely must do is leave no stone unturned in the hunt for the agent who's got the skill, the experience, the professionalism and the commitment to get your house, to get you moved which starts with getting your house under offer. So be prepared. I mean, send an email. In fact, this is just giving the idea. I need to draft the email for you guys to copy and paste, to send out to all of your local agents and put the ball in their court to then come to you, which is what Best Agent does, by the way. If you want to try Best Agent, go to bestagent.co.uk and try to find your agent there. That may help. Costs nothing to use. It's free to use. And it might just get you agents approaching you that you wouldn't otherwise have had. But basically, you want to talk to as many as you can because... Roughly speaking, on average, 85% of agents are agents I would not use to sell my house. As someone who's had estate agents as clients for over 20 years, nearly 25 years, and has worked with the best of the best and some shockingly bad ones too, I can tell you that the really good agents are in the minority. They are maximum 20% probably more like 15%, and they are not easy to find. And they could be working anywhere. They're not necessarily in a big company or a small company. You never know where those 15% of the best individuals are. 
here are the things to watch out for and dismiss, right? If you get someone who's a lister coming around to your house, who's not directly involved in the sale of your home, send them away. <laughs> okay, I mean to say, listen, thanks for coming, but just, just go. It's a waste of time. You do not want to be signed up by a lister who you will never see again. You want to know and look in the eyes and the whites of the eyes of the person who says, I will sell your house. I will be on the end of the phone when things aren't going well. I will take responsibility for getting what you need. I will do so without tying you into an unreasonably long sole agency contract. I'm in this with you. If I don't get you sold, I don't earn my money. And my name is above the door in some instances. And I want my reputation. Those are the people that you want, right? And you'll know when you meet them and when you find them. And if you're not certain, it means you haven't yet met them. Are there some areas where these people just don't exist? Perhaps, I don't know. But in every area I have ever been involved in, they've always been able to find at least one agent that stands out above all the rest as knowing that patch well and that will get you the result you need when other agents won't, okay? So talk to as many as you can. Do not sign a long sale agency contract, okay? So many people just sign up. But for example, I had, I had someone telling me that Connells were trying to sign them up to a 26-week lock-in. That's six months. If you sign one of those contracts with an agent that doesn't sell your house and just puts it on the shelf and leaves it there, and you cannot move to another agent for six months without paying their fee anyway, that will just make a bad situation worse. Don't make that mistake, all right? Um, and the, the two other things you want to hear from an agent that's talking to you about selling a house is they will be saying to you, you need to be contract ready and I can help you get contract ready so that when the dream cash buyer walks in off the street and wants your house, you're able to get the deal proceeded very, very fast and exchanged very quickly. You want to hear that from an agent. Number two, you want to hear an agent explain exactly how they are going to present your home so that it looks better than any of the other comparable homes in your area that are trying to sell as well, okay? So if there are, I don't know, half a dozen other houses like yours or flats like yours that you're trying to sell, how is the agent going to make your one look better than the other five or six that people could click on when they're looking on the internet, right? It's got to stand out in the photographs. It's got to stand out when they come around to see it as well. So the presentation of your home is critical. Do not, I cannot say this strong enough, do not pick your agent based on valuation or fee. Sellers who choose their agent based on valuation and fee are completely missing the point. It doesn't matter what their valuation or their fee is if they don't sell your house, does it? Ask yourself that. How much money have you saved or made if they don't get you the valuation they promised and you don't get to pay the cheap fee because they don't sell your house anyway? Ask yourself then, would it have been worth actually paying for a quality agent to sell your house? rather than going well on the cheap fee. And also an agent that doesn't have the skill to negotiate and tell you why they are worth their fee is an agent I would not want negotiating the sale of my house. It's the most basic skill they've got to have. If they cannot tell you squarely and fairly and look you in the eye and say, listen, this is why I charge the fee I charge. If it doesn't make sense to you, you shouldn't go with me. Right, then, then you shouldn't go with them. Do not go with an agent that goes, I'll charge you less, I'll charge you less, I'll charge you less. That is desperation for them just to get your listing. And it is a massive red flag that you shouldn't use them. And it's a red herring because if they get you less money or don't sell it at all, it's it's a false economy, isn't it? 
Same as I would say, do not choose a cheap conveyancer. You go to all the trouble of finally getting a house sold, get a, a buyer, makes an offer, you accept it. And then you go in and, and do a false economy of a cheap conveyancer who scuppers your deal and that doesn't go through. All right. But if you find the right agent to begin with, if you find the right agent to begin with, they will make sure you don't fall into any other traps. They will make sure your house looks better than any of the ones you're competing with. They will make sure that they qualify the buyers properly and don't waste your time showing people your house that couldn't, that can't afford to buy it anyway. They will make sure that your conveyancer is not one that's going to scupper the deal because they're crap. They will be there with you every step of the way to the end, and you will thank them afterwards, and you will say they were worth their weight in gold. And if you don't meet someone that makes you feel that's the case, don't go with them. Right. That's 16 minutes of babbling. What questions do you guys have for me? And have I covered everything? Have I covered everything? Someone B, okay, um, says, got valuations from some agents. All were over what we paid for it last year, which we think is nuts. Can we request to put house on the market for under agent valuation? You are the customer. You are the client. It's your decision. You tell the agent what you want. It's not their decision. Anyone remember uh, uh, selling their house, remember this. The agents make you think that they're in charge. They are not. You are there to instruct them what you want, <coughs> if you think they're the right one. But most of all, someone B, I wouldn't go with any of those agents. I would keep talking to others until you find that actually gives you a valuation that you can trust. Um, uh, yes, Mark Willis, I did see the right move later. I just showed it on this video actually a bit earlier. Um, ba, 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 ba. do we have any other sellers? Um, Doughty Trencherman. Hello. That's a new name I haven't seen here before. Welcome to the channel. Charlie, should I sell my house on a bid to buy modern method of auction? Only if the property has problems with it that would, that would make it more difficult to sell on the open market would I do that. Um, the fact you're asking that question leads me to believe that a sale for you is important and you need to get it done. And I don't know what part of the country you're in. I don't know what the quality of agents around you is, but if you find the right agent, they will get you more money than you'll get in an auction for it. Okay. But also the right agent will be honest with you and say to you, you need to put this into an, excuse me, you need to put this house into an auction. All right. So um, if you have, a lot of agents telling you that, or, or any, especially the good ones telling you that, then then you need to to. to I can't I can't really advise you without knowing a lot more, lot more about the situation. Yeah, I, I honestly think that because of the timing lag of all the house price indices, and because of how confusing that they are, I think there's this real problem that so many people think that house prices are doing things that they're not really doing. And there's a rude awakening coming for so many people who, who think they need to sell or want to sell soon. Um, I don't talk about commercial property in this channel. Um, I'm just here for home movers, not investors. Um, but if we don't have, do we have any other sellers? Do we have any other sellers? Oh, that's a great question, but not one I'm not sure I can help with. Chen Gutu says, 
anything you can do when the buyer's solicitors are moving slow and delaying the sale, you the only thing you can do is ask your conveyancer to make a formal complaint, right? The reason that tends to work, and this is secondhand information, this is not my advice, this is what I've heard should be done, um, is because a formal complaint is a pain in the ass for the conveyancer who receives the formal complaint because they have to respond to it. The, the regulations or whoever whoever you, you make a formal complaint to requires them to respond and it's a pain in their bum. So if you um, threaten to make a formal complaint, um, but actually, unfortunately, when the buyer solicitors are moving slow, it can be a sign that it's because the buyers are moving slow. I don't know if that's a situation in your case, but... Um, Often what you should do uh, is, is you should, one of the things you consider you can consider doing is talking to your agent and your conveyancer about saying, can we please put a time limit on these buyers or the conveyancers to respond and say, if we don't hear from them by this date, then we will be remarketing the property. That's what I've been doing. You want to hurry them along. And if you are a seller and your buyer has gone quiet, it's very scary because you're not sure if they've got cold feet, they're going to pull out. But what you must do, and there are no exceptions to this, is do not delay. Do not just cross your fingers and hope it's going to be okay. Because whatever the outcome is, whatever's happening, it's better to know sooner, right? So force them to answer your question. Say, look, are you getting cold feet? Are you backing out? Or do you want to go ahead? Because if they are backing out, the sooner you know, the better. And just by asking them is not going to change whether they're going to back out or not. However, some buyers, especially first-time buyers, might be in the position where they've kind of subconsciously got cold feet and they're slowly pulling away and they haven't really decided to pull out, but they also aren't deciding to proceed either. And they need to be pushed to make a a firm decision. Um, I hope that's helpful answer, Chen. Um, Chelsea Clements says, I can't sell because I can't afford to buy. I'm sorry, Chelsea, you may have this the wrong way around. The houses I could afford one year ago, she says, are refusing to drop, but I have to drop my house in order for it to sell. So will the sellers that you're buying from. Which is the least bad situation? To have your house under offer at a price lower than you wanted, that means you are in a position to make offers, or to not have your house under offer at all, which means you can't even make an offer. Think about that, right? The only thing worse than not having as much money for your home as you wanted is not having any buyer at all. So take the lower offer, get the best offer you can agreed, and go out with that offer in your pocket, and then make offers on the other houses that offer, because you don't know if they're going to accept them or not. Go and view them and make the offers. Some of them will accept, some of them won't, but some of them will. But until you are in a position to make offers with your house under offer, you just won't know right? But don't think, oh, I have to hold out for this price because the sellers of what I want to buy are holding out for their price. That is a mistake. That's a mistake. Um, okay, so here's another question from a seller. I am moving back from the Midlands to Kent again. You're on a fixed term until August 24. When is the best time to put the house in the market? Um, I don't know what the t- I would Aaron I would need to know the time scale of your move by when do you need to move but if you want to move in 2024 I would be getting your house under offer as soon as possible and I would be getting ahead of the rush I wouldn't be waiting 
All right, guys, I hope that's helpful. Um, it has prompted me to actually draft that template email for you to send to agents if you want to, if you want them. Um, uh, if you want to, to hear from agents to talk to you about selling your house. Thanks a lot. Thanks for watching. All the best. Remember, please do not sign a long-term sale agency contract. Do not choose your agents based on valuation or fee because they are guessing. It's not even, unless they're a chartered surveyor, they're not allowed to do a valuation. It's called a marketing appraisal, right? And it isn't a valuation. It's a pitch. They're pitching you to instruct them. That's all it is. If you are choosing an agent based on what they think your house is worth, I just it's such an irrelevant question. They are going to do, give you a Puma valuation. Puma, P-O-O-M-A, pulled out of my ass. That is the valuation they're going to put on your house. They're going to tell you what they think you want to hear. Don't pick them on fee. Don't pick them on valuation. Pick them on everything and anything else. Um, otherwise, guys, thanks a lot. Have a good one. See you in the next video. Bye-bye.